0: He is an app. Mm hmm. Oh, he is an app. Oh here we go. We got a bloody app. <laughs>
1: boy poses, punk rock chicks, the kids are all right, but I need my fix. We are Hollis 100s and 1000s, and we have taken control of your radio station. My name is David James Young. Your name isn't Fiona Apple, and if you're not Fiona Apple, I don't give a rat's ass. But I do have three other friends with me. They're the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. It's Nathan Harrison. Hi. It's Andrew McDonald. Hello. It's Adam Buncho.
2: Um, I I just I went with that.
1: Hey man, hey, how you doing? Good man, good. Sick, nice one. <laughs> any uh, any any
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, any, any, else? any uh, any before we that? any
0: bits?
1: That's
2: a I was bit. like, when when <laughs> you're is like, this, is this where we've reached? Like, <laughs> it's like it's so established now that there's a bit before we talk about the first song <laughs> that we're actually like we're just being upfront about it. You just
3: gotta, <laughs> just suppose you gotta have a bit. I had like I nearly had you know when you like. You're building a joke in your brain, and there's like three parts to it, and you're like, "How? Do I just if I could just connect these two parts, hmm. then I'd win mean? a Nobel Prize." But um, I can't, so I won't. Don't worry about it. One of the parts is too irrelevant because it's it's a song. One of the parts is too based on race, so <laughs> it'd be really hard to walk that it, line. It, it, That's it's, interesting. It's, like, it's it's a song by a band that we're talking about today mm. but right. not the song we're talking about right. and it's just like a bit too much yeah. of a stretch so I don't want to like waste everyone's time by telling well, the joke. Well, and the, Sometimes you have to just let the bits die. That's right yeah. and yeah. I'm happy to do that. Like yeah. I said I don't want to spend time on it. Yeah. You know what would so, be
2: incredible having mm. you uh, you just said just those few clues if like one of our listeners oh, is like would be good. savant
3: fucking Sherlock Holmes level and posts good. and posts the joke yeah. like on our. Okay because I said it, it uses a song by a band we're talking about, but not the song we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Did I give another clue? You, that's the only clue you gave. But it, all right. Well, it's also by connect- judging, judging by the
2: timbre of your voice, I can tell that you have been thinking about it. It's also Sherlock the, shoot, the other know.
3: part that connects is, is um, DJ's intro, the lyrics he uses the intro. Whoever gets it, I don't have a prize. I don't know. I'll make you a Tism playlist because they're on Spotify now, as they were several months ago. <laughs> Nice (laughs) Now that they're still on Spotify What if they're not (laughs) (laughs)
1: At number 65 It's the return of Motorace This is American Shoes In at number 65 in the hottest 100 of the year 2000, that is the song American Shoes. You can find it on their debut studio album, Five Star Laundry. We previously talked about them all the way back in episode one. Oh my oh. god, remember that? It's a
2: million years when that episode came out.
1: Oh god, such a long time ago since that episode came, came out. out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Such a long time ago.
1: But here we are. Motor racer back, Nathan. Yeah. What are your thoughts on American shoes? Are you wearing them? Are you what? Yeah. What? What are you uh, wearing? No, I'm
0: wearing nothing at all. Barefoot is legal.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. I mean, I those guys. People know. fucking talk about you. Sorry, Nathan. The fucking the <laughs> online community of people who like are like barefoot is legal, like activists. Oh, it's just, like walking around funniest, everywhere. The, Dude, the it's funniest shit. So fucking funny. That's go cool. oh go, God, to, go to Facebook it. or Twitter and search "barefoot is legal." They treat it like a serious fucking social crusade. That's where yeah, they man. like take photos of just like their dirty bare feet in like a Walmart and not in a fetishy way. It's not like they're not like foot. Well, it's f-
3: fetish for justice. Yeah. <laughs> for justice.
0: Yeah. And like it just take a photo of like their dirty feet in a Walmart and be like, Someone tried to say I had to put shoes on here, and I quickly pulled out the like legal information on my phone and reassured them that barefoot is legal kind of thing.
3: Amazing shit, man. That's Weirdest great. fucking community. Love I did it. I do have thongs. Or flip flops. Oh. Cisco, yeah, yeah. Cisco? Is Cisco Is branded flip flops.
1: That flop, 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 flop.
3: She had feet like a yeet. Yeet, yeet. yeet. <laughs>
2: God damn I didn't bring this up yeah. I was responsible For all of the Cisco talk last week I'm another wearing
3: week. Another Cisco
0: bit
1: I'm <laughs> wearing Cons Which are an American company Yeah Are yeah. uh, yours American brand Mine
3: are American brand um, wearing, Are you
1: Are you wearing Dr. Martens I'm wearing
3: Nikes uh, Ooh. Dr. Martens My British. My, my, ah. my like Go-to shoes Are Sketches. Are they, they're they probably American They're American Yeah Yeah they're
2: American What are you wearing Uh Adam? I, I think I think These are Australian Shoes actually Guys Oh true He's a cool. My shoes are He's True blue He's a dye boy yeah, These are just me uh, Me Work shoes, yeah, nice.
3: Yeah, for nice. Our, for what our are you wearing, yaka. dear listener?
1: Yeah. yeah, let us know what kind of shoes you're
0: wearing.
2: <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave a small bit of silence where you can just tell us right tell now. <laughs> <laughs> say yeah, okay. it. Say, okay. Say, okay.
0: Now. say it into the phone now.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, I got a pair of them in my Fucking home as well.
3: Really, <laughs> grow up <laughs> It doesn't matter if it's legal. You just don't need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> This is a cool song. Is yeah. It's yeah. big. I yeah. dug. I love the start. It almost sounds like Flaming Lipsy with that like Oh yeah, really It kind of weird... sounds like the slide. Sounds like she's, uh, She Don't Use Jelly. Totally. My Postal Vote mm. from 1993. It sure was. But it's fun. It, I quite like the verses. And then that chorus is just huge. It feels kind of similar to like the Body Jar stuff from last week, just in terms of that big soaring chorus. Yeah. Mm. And then like just like
2: way more designed to just be your favorite sing along of the year, yeah. your favorite like earnest, sincere festival moment. I
3: feel like these guys really liked Neon Ballroom. I feel mm. like this song is
2: as close as you'll get to like an alternative universe radiohead where they never moved on from Pablo Honey. Mm. Oh yeah. And they wrote and they wrote this song.
0: This is much better than um, Death Defy. Yeah, is that the last song? Spoke yeah, about? it was. Yeah, 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 yeah which was is.
1: number ninety five. I yeah. think. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mind Death Defy. No, they it was, was pretty good. good. But I quite yeah.
0: enjoy this. I yeah. think this, is great. this
1: song yeah. doesn't remind me about how hot Claudia Carvin is. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's a bummer. Yeah. It's still
0: pretty good. Why, Just, why, um, why did that remind you of that again? Sorry. Uh, because it was it the was... theme song for Secret Life of Us. Well, you know what? This was on the soundtrack for. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hell yeah! Which was full of smoke shows and American shoes. Yeah, Yeah, and American (laughs) shoes. Well,
2: as we said, they were also getting support from that Sputnik um, division of Festival Mushroom. Like, they, yes. were, they were being heavily promoted. As we said also when we talked about them the first time, they were really pushing to be yeah. the biggest band in Australia. Like, they, mm. they set out with these huge aspirations. And I think yeah. you can tell that ambition was there in this songwriting. You don't write a song that is like aiming to be this anthemic without the level of ambition that this band carried. And I think here, like, it just
0: totally works. Yeah, I so agree. I was rewatching some um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer a little while ago, like watching the the series properly mm-hmm. again because I've never actually gone through and seen it all. It's, um, it's great. Yeah. It's all, it's all it's on real, stand it's, now. It's I think. good, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's just that it starts off a bit schwacky.
2: Yeah, it gets look, much better. The way first like couple of
3: seasons are. Yeah.
2: Yeah. well hang on. We've got some
3: really serious I know, Buffy the Vampire I know I'm, slayer. I'm like someone Fans. is gonna kill me. Yeah.
0: But it makes sense to me that this song was in Buffy, particularly in the early episodes. There's Always bands episodes. on at the bronze. Bands on at the bronze. They were so Who's horny, playing like, at the Bronze yeah, tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Motor no. race. And Buffy's like, At oh, times? I really want to go, but like Giles is like, no, you have to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer season one. And she's like, <laughs> no, I'll both Vampire Slayer season five but it's a good show. Um, <laughs> no, she wants to go see live music in that and flirt with Angel mm. from the spin-off Angel. Mm. <laughs> you're, just, you're just such a deep fan. <laughs> like, the, That's the, knowledge the thing. knowledge that you're I'm exhibiting... I'm so familiar with it you, right know what? you know what seems funny to me? I've done way more <laughs> reading of Buffy the Vampire Slayer academia because it's in cultural studies, it's a really fucking... Influential show in terms of like '90s and 2000s pop cultural cultural analysis in terms of like female representation, sexuality representation, and uh-huh. like like the idea of like the monstrousness in academia is like ripe for evaluation mm. kind of thing. One of my very good mm. friends has finished their PhD on that.
3: Also, it's it's ah. it's
0: kind of like early meta, yeah, meta like, meta shit. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like Weedin loves that meta shit. Um, mm. and not that I've needed to cite Buffy shit but like the textual analysis they use I've used and cited it in my own textual analysis so to me Buffy the Vampire Slayer is more of an academic subject of study than it is a tv show but it is a tv show still though and this song's pretty good yeah
2: what do you reckon it's about because I was wondering what the reference to American Shoes is it's the chorus saying like we wear American shoes so we can speak for anything
3: oh I thought it was we can't speak for anything I oh, thought so it, we're gonna have very different tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my reading, uh, the Kant reading, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Kantian reading, <laughs> the Kantian reading, um, was uh, kind of about like hypocrisy and stuff. You know, like oh we hate globalization or whatever, but oh we wear American shoes, so we can't speak to that. That was my very you know whatever. Uh, well,
0: but, the I look at the up and it says we can speak for anything. Well Is it could, it could still be that I and it could still be
2: ironic. They could be yeah. doing an irony.
0: Yeah. You know. I don't know. I There's no a yeah.
3: philosopher named Can.
0: I found more corrected lyrics from the more reputable site of Genius.com. Oh yeah. Nathan's on the money. Hey, I'll quickly add your citation <laughs> and, and then somehow get it verified by the band. <laughs> yeah. So it's we we can't speak for anything. Yeah. Maybe you're fucking right there, right? Like the mm. idea, like, yeah. oh, so we can't speak for this, but like, oh, we're confused, so we would advocate for anything. If yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I okay. think I
3: think it's about like just when you're young and and like you know you want to make a difference, but you feel like. Your the you know, the way you're living and engaging with well, everything pollutes the um, purity of your ideology. Well, apart from
0: the chorus, there's only two verses and they just, my head spins at the thought that I'm sleeping my way out of this rut, stealing so we could be together, losing so we would never part, chorus. Don't ask me how, it's a feeling you get when you're down low, but you said your hands won't stick together, but your your heart sticks like glue. Those are the only lyrics in the song apart from the chorus. So it's... I could buy it also as, like,
2: a general uh, existential thing. It's just kind of going, like, what the hell? I wear shoes that come from this country so True. so far away and there's so many of them and we are all wearing them and that's just kind of weird and, like, what am I actually doing? And, like, you know, mm. you're embroiling um, globalization and consumerism into just a more existential kind of way and the and the way you as an individual and being lost in in the greater world.
3: I'm here for that. That reminds me of um, a wonderful Against Me song, uh, Turn Those Clapping Hands Into Angry Angry Bald bald Fists. fists. Hell yeah. Which which starts with a similar sort of thing. Once
2: you've bald them, can you raise them like antennas
1: to heaven? You certainly can. Great. Depends on how thick your wrists are. Mm. Nah. And then you can shove them in someone at the (laughs) unisex.
0: Siri, play stink fist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, playing... I don't know.
3: Playing thong song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it,
3: Siri, you know me so well. Uh, <laughs> shut up and but, kiss me. But it's a fun song. I like yeah. that little thing that happens in the verse. I I worry that they go to it too much. That kind of melodic break. You know. Oh, I,
2: oh, I love that. The yeah, the, the drum the drum bit and whatever. Yeah. It's 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 just a nice little hook that breaks up what is otherwise like really long, mm-hmm. kind of drawn out melody. Yeah. Dama is a
1: great drummer. He really. Like, holds the song together, I think. Like, he's got a really strong sense of dynamic. Yeah, Dave Ong, lead guitarist, yeah, has those really nice tasteful slide bits. Like, everyone is really in the pocket here. This is a really confident song. You could be cynical about it and just be like, oh, yeah, they clearly just wrote this to get on the radio or whatever. But, fuck, they did. And it did really well. But also, there's more heart to Motorace than people might initially think, you know? I, I I think there's like a lot of depth and a lot of uh, like emotive core to their songs that I find really really interesting. This isn't
2: the kind of song that you would write if you wanted to become you know just a pop sensation yeah yeah it's, exactly it's, it, it's too big for that mm, yeah, yeah exactly you know
1: but yeah. Uh, yeah definitely not the last time we're gonna be talking about motor Ace so on the next album they take their shoes off number 64, it's the return of Everlast. This is Black Jesus. They call me White Devil Black Jesus Heaven closing Hell freezing Egos tripping Scripts keep flipping Bloods keep blooding cribs keep tripping Time keeps slipping Everlast, returning to the hottest one hundred, coming in at number sixty four in the two thousand countdown with the song Black Jesus. Black Jesus. What? Family Guy, it's coming back. <laughs> I told you. None of you believed me. Family Guy, it's coming back. It's freaking sweet. What do you mean? Get on board or you get lost.
0: Never believed it. Family Guy was coming Family Guy had never <laughs> left. It's always It's been coming back, baby. Thing. I had no It's I, coming back. I I I didn't okay. I initially, I, I forgot who Everlast was, and I thought we were in for an Everclear song. Yeah, right. um, When this came on, I was very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine how much more I wanted to hear any Everclear song than this. I'm not a big Everclear fan. This, <laughs> this is just tremendously... Monumentally Colossally awful This is one of the yeah. This is one of the worst songs We've spoken about In like easily Easily This is my new chump I'm not even, I'm not even a Spoiler This is Easily the worst song We've spoken about this year It, Without, fuck, it fucking sucks It's so it, God damn Awful sucks. Like Yeah
2: The fucking Like, like Every lyric is, is not good. Every lyric is it's like, what about that one about Crips be Crippin'? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> the first time I tried to listen to this song, I got up to Bloods Keep Blood In, Crips Keep Crippin', and I went, no. Yeah. Pre- I'm having a break. I've been, I've been prepping for a while. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, I, it's a re- like everything he posts is real, like, my Everlast, you've posted cringe on Maine. <laughs> like, every lyric is so fucking bad. And also, like, the song's kind of clearly about him being like, well, I've been up and I've been down. I've been all over this town. Like That's, <laughs> that's better than one That's, that's, his that's flow. That, is, yeah. that is better. Yeah. Like, it's clearly him saying, like, I've been up and I'm down, the world's kind of crazy, but... People some, said some shit about me. People said some shit, blah, blah, they blah. They called me, they black, call me Jesus? black Jesus? They called me Black White devil. Like, what? dude, what? like... Who called you Black... Who? Yeah. The shitty, like, na-na-na bit... Like oh. the, like he takes like a like a, a beat break before it comes in. I'm like like this. How about at the
1: end where it goes for like 27 more times? Yeah, and you keep thinking which one is he going to end it on?
2: Yeah. Disclaimer. Have never made it to the end. Same.
3: (laughs) did not do do it.
2: I
0: didn't hear all of this
2: song. Let's listen to it now. (laughs) Let's fucking do anything else. It's insane how fucking bad it is, man. It's crazy. And let's fucking number
3: 64.
2: (laughs) Yeah, man. It's beat a lot of things. Yeah. Beat Rage Against the Machine. Machine. Yeah, it's- You know? And so many other champs that we've
3: had. I think this is really bad, but (laughs) I can definitely see why people like it.
2: Yeah. I mean, the world—the world's in no a state because there's no accounting for taste. That's you know. <laughs> are they wearing shoes just out of
3: curiosity? These people. I don't know, but if not, then it's it's a point of oppression for them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's that kind of like dirty bar blues kind yeah. of thing, and it's got the, the hip hop element. It kind of modernizes that enough that I totally see how people are into this. I'm not into it. Did you? You into this? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, this is obviously. It's objectively bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just fucking I think it's so fucking funny That I just have a fucking blast Listening to it Is I just, it a I, joke I just,
3: song? Did it get
1: voted in as a joke? Oh, could you imagine? I had this vision of fucking Everlast just sitting on a stool, jamming this out on a fucking acoustic guitar and all these honkies around him just being like, fucking, yeah! Oh, lay it down, man.
3: Yeah, man. He's just telling it like it is.
1: I have no literal objective defense of this song. (laughs) I just think it's really fucking funny.
2: Can I just quote a little bit of the lyrics? Because I just think it's very important, Mm -hmm. okay, at this point to keep a record and to really, like, show this for what it is. So Tra- yeah, tragedy not it,
0: examined is not tragedy at that's all. That's exactly right.
2: This is a warning. This is a monument. <laughs> May this never happen again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, it begins actually with Deej the quote you be- you you quoted at the beginning of the of the episode. Yeah, yeah. He goes on. If you dig in the mix, feeling the drugs. If you keeping it real. If you living like thugs, I spit
1: kisses and hugs like forty five <laughs> slugs. Breathe. Come back on the run. <laughs> we should we should point out. 0.45 slugs, as in <coughs>
3: the bullet, <coughs> yeah.
1: not the total amount of 45 <laughs> slugs <laughs> yeah.
3: of the insect. Of the insect yeah. variety. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, guys, slugs are not insects. I was going to
0: say, <laughs> they're not insects! <laughs> what are but, they? Oh, on. What the right.
3: Mr. <laughs> <laughs> scientist? They are mollusks. Mo- yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. They're like a, a
0: snail.
2: A mo- S- are snail's mollusks? Yes. I thought, yeah. thought mollusks are just like fucking Which pippies. Are, and are, are they
3: arthropods? I don't think they're arthropods. I think... They're not insects. Yeah. And everyone listening is was right there with me and Andrew. People were like, what
2: the fuck?
3: They're just like losing their minds. You called slugs insects. Anyway, keep they going. They hang out with insects. Dude, other races right. can hang out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not weird. Weird. <laughs> let's, let's not unpack that, Adam, because... Uh, <laughs> you just mm. think that's interesting? <laughs> yeah. Come
2: back on the run and kiss my love gun. I want to pause there. I just want to pause there for a second. Got a look that'll kill, voice that'll carry.
3: Something else that'll kill.
2: Half a dozen women that think I want to marry. I got trouble on my mind. I'm refusing to lose, but I still got to find someone to
0: abuse. Yeah, I fucking, yeah.
2: I'm going to help spread the news. Just that, that that extra rhyme that makes me that makes me. Laugh. It's, it's called Songcraft, Adam. <laughs> yep, it is. Uh, help say the word, jump the fuck back, and just act like you heard.
0: Yeah, and that bit in the song as well is where the beat drops out. Like, it's this badass beat.
1: That's where all those honkies come in again and be like, <laughs>
0: yeah, fuck yeah. Honkies are like, woo! <sighs> truly, truly awful. It's upsetting. I'm upset. It's a pile of shit so high you can't (laughs) see the top. You crane your neck all the way back and you're like, oh, it's still shitty. I can't see the top of the shit. (laughs) It's blocking out the sun. Yeah. 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 Obviously smells pretty bad too. It would do. Think about it. It would smell terrible. (laughs) It would smell so bad. And it does smell terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Everlast, (laughs) you're a bad man. Yeah. You done goofed. (laughs) You are done goofed. You goofed. goofed yeah. Yeah, you took a big... Crap in your trousers And then you went for a swim Wearing the crappy trousers And it's a nightmare And that ruined
2: the pool for everyone Ruined
0: the pool for everyone Your trousers That's a bin job now They're not being salvaged You can't He was wearing formal Jenkos As he always does He took a shit in his formal Jenkos And then jumped in the deep end of the, the swimming only pool Not the free play pool Jumped in the swimming only end Ruined the pool for everyone Climbed out And then plopped himself down By the hot chip counter And expected to be brought <laughs> hot chips While he sat there His chlorine Ex- Expected And shit soaked Ex- Formal jenko jeans Mr. Everlast Get out of the public pool
2: Have we properly explained why it's bad? Like, have we dug deep enough? Have we have we
0: probably unearthed it? Crappy <laughs> lyrics, shitty, like white boy hip hop, acoustic guitar, like, yeah, man, I'm still actually a rock musician. I'm not actually like doing hip-hop. It's mainly the fucking lyrics. If you just turned that into a beat, like it's kind of, I guess, loser reminiscent. Not intrinsically a terrible idea, but intrinsically a terribly delivered chlorine and shit-stained pair of jinkos in the <laughs> hot sun equivalent of a song.
2: His voice as well. Voice is terrible. It, the, way,
0: the way he's just is so goddamn committed and sincere about it. It comes across as so fucking dorky. And this guy is so sincere without the songwriting chops to back it up that it comes across as dweeby. It's way worse than the other one. The other one wasn't good.
2: Yeah, see, yeah, I, I feel... Like I want to reevaluate because I got some nostalgia for the other song, and I kind of I think it had some good points, but I don't think it has any good points anymore. This is just like man, the song so bad it undoes the love of another song. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, that happens. That can yeah, happen. Yeah, it, it happened. Yeah, yeah. It happened. It's Family Guy, it's coming back. To, you don't have to post. <laughs> you don't have to make episodes. You know.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Settle down. Settle down. All right. Oi, you two, stop fucking ranting about Black Jesus at the back of the class, okay? This is a new student, okay? They've just moved here from the UK. Now, they're a bit quiet and they're a bit sensitive, but I think if you give them a chance, they might become the biggest band in the world. Okay? So I want everyone to be nice. This is Coldplay. Hi, Coldplay. Hi, Coldplay. Hi, Coldplay. Nice name. (laughs) All right, you see me after class.
2: Oh, but me is star. Uh-uh.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> sir, that's what I meant to say. Uh, sir. Sir, sir I, was, I never yelled at teachers. As yeah. I've got no, experience no way. I was a good kid.
1: This is Coldplay at number 63 with shiva. <laughs> I look in your direction, but you pay me no attention, do you? I know you don't listen to me, cause you say you see straight through me, don't you? Coming in at number 63 in the Hottest 100 of 2000. That is Shiver. It is from the album Parachutes. Alright, we are about to kick off a journey. All the greatest journeys begin with a single step. And this single step for the band that would be king. Coldplay. Multi-platinum sellers. Stadium fillers. Conscious uncouplers. White
2: (laughs) devil. White (laughs) devil.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the other day at work I talked to someone whose name, not to dox him, was, <laughs> was, Chris, Jesus? No, it was Chris Martin And I was oh, like, nice. that would be so weird if that was your name So look, I really want to
2: zoom in, first of all, on, yes. on that single step To come to this song in 2020 is actually, it's asking a lot Because you have this idea of who Coldplay is Yeah. What I'm asking as, as much as possible is is just focus on this as a song in 2000 by a band that have only just, you know, been around for about four years, uh, formed in London. Chris Martin, John Buckland, Guy Berryman, Will Champion, met at university. No one knows who these guys really are. They've only just put out their debut album called Parachutes, and this is the lead single from it. And in the lead singer's own words, he, he's just doing his best Jeff Buckley impression. I was just listening to a lot of Jeff Buckley over the weekend that I wrote this, feeling some, feeling some feelings, and this is what kind of came out. Sure, they blew up and Coldplay would become something completely different. Yes. But this is just where we're at at this moment. I actually want to ask people here, like, for whom in this room was this the first time listen? Yeah, first time for me. I okay, put my hand up, sorry. Okay, Okay. so we so we got two We're here. We're dividing the room yet again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, did it surprise you knowing what Coldplay
0: are like now to, to listen to this? Yeah, a little bit. Man, it surprised me a lot because when Chris is singing, it's still clearly a Coldplay song, but when he's not, it's kind of like a fucking ride song. Man. Yeah, right. right. I thought, this is by far the best Coldplay song I've ever heard. Yeah. Like why, and I've heard five or six. Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely true.
2: <laughs> so like I don't I didn't have to do the work to to come to this song in 2020 because I Parachutes was such an important album for me in yeah, high school. I love this record. And this was easily my favorite song from it. And in okay. particular, like it, it just stayed with me from high school. And I have these beautiful memories of being at uni. And I was at the time the first house that I lived in at uni, I was living with a whole bunch of musicians naturally you know they go out and play gigs and you end up with a bunch of other musicians back at your house that night and everyone's just still singing whipping out guitars and whatever it was established pretty early on by one of my housemates that this was a song that we both kind of liked and so it was it was kind of this whole thing where he was like he would play it and you know I would drunkenly kind of sing along and he ended up getting me up um during a few of the pub gigs that he played and and like saying hey man come up and sing shiver with me and whatever so it's like I have a really really pure... Hell yeah, it was yeah, great, guy. from from legendary Wollongong band Inanimate Objects. Oh, Inanimate Objects was so good. They were so freaking good. That's they were, yeah, man. I absolutely love this. Hey. That guitar line is just so absolutely giddy. And the way that like Chris Martin's voice like kind of travels up and down and is and is so just inherently playful and just kind of knows no bounds. Like that's that's what I think is the similarity between Jeff Buckley. Like Jeff yeah. Buckley doesn't care to just like stick to the melody and just sing it properly he's going to take that and he's going to stretch it to the furthest possibilities while still resembling any kind of melody within the song and that's that's what's on here and just the band is just like joyfully exploding mm-hmm. in every single beat that is happening within this song. They really just do sound like a 90s indie band here. Parachutes remains that way and it carries with it that kind of feeling. Like even Russia, Blood to the Head to, to a certain extent. Onwards from there, you're getting into that stadium rock. Every song that they that they put out is guaranteed to to be played on the radio and it's going to hit the charts. But for those first two albums, there's the nervousness of whether they're good enough or not. It's, it's, they're trying to prove themselves. Like yeah. It's that beautiful place It's that thing where you don't know that it works yet And exactly. that's, a, that's a very nice but we, space to be working in But we know we love Jeff Buckley So let's hey, let's do a Jeff Buckley inspired song mm. You know, whatever That falsetto, man With the way that it's delivered You think it's a giddy, unrequited love song And that's certainly how I took it when I was in high school But you can take it that way and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It, it's just it happens to be a little bit more loaded as times kind of gone on. I would love for there to be more of a separation for the to you know more unrequited love songs to be read with more of a purity
0: hmm. to
2: them. I just think it's you know culturally it is it is difficult.
0: Hmm.
2: So I was actually relieved when I was looking at what Chris Martin said about it that it was intended to be a little bit more of an every breath you take kind of thing. Right. It wasn't. Yeah, there is something about knowing that it was written with that little bit of. Sinister undertones It does put a little bit Of a different spin on the song If that gives you something You know what I mean Maybe it's enough To just kind of well, See it at face value
0: I, 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 I kind of just saw it At face value I don't really like I know what you're Talking about here The issue with Yeah the, you know what I mean With um, the Iron Rock Quiet of Love song Is the I'll always be waiting for you You know like, the, that, like... Those kind of like Really insistent kind Yeah of lyrics, and also you know? like Like the, if it's coming from like a male voice, it's kind of like this toxic masculinity thing of like, no, I deserve your love because I love you so much. Why mm. don't you love me kind of thing. But yeah. I don't really pick up on that in this. Maybe I'll just do it with naive ears. Well, and because, also, and yeah. also because I, again, was so genuinely surprised to hear some kind of like shimmering guitar and quasi-dreamy, soft feedback, loopy stuff going on that like reminded me of some like mid-90s shoegaze stuff. I was mm. just so like, oh my God, I didn't know Coldplay... Did this at all. Yeah. Like, ever, that's all Johnny, man.
1: Johnny's such a fucking great guitar player. No, no he, like, he's no, on no form kidding. here.
0: Yeah.
1: 100%. I was ready. So to... is Will. Will is my yeah. favorite member of Coldplay by a considerable margin. Which one's he? He's the drummer. Mm-hmm. He's Yeah, he's on form. He's for also, sure. like, their primary backing vocalist, and, like, he has. A lot of say in, like, the way things go percussively and, like, uh creatively and sonically and stuff like that. Like, he'll bring in a lot of really, really cool
3: stuff. Like, I there saw is- a, an interview with um uh, the bassist. Yeah, Guy Berryman. With the line where he was talking about, like, I have the perfect job because I am insanely rich because I'm in Coldplay, but I'm also not the face of Coldplay. So I'm just, like, a normal person most of the time, except when I play stadiums and yeah yeah that'd be like i'm a millionaire you t- know t- it's like the other two guys from U2. yeah yeah. Totally. yeah yeah yeah. totally <laughs> it's a good um, gig mm, yeah
1: when people say cold play they usually mean chris munn yeah, yeah and like you which know which is ha- funny because they've never had a lineup change yeah it's yeah. true
2: although there was some turbulence early on oh yeah, sure they yeah. almost they almost kind of split up around this kind of time and so they made some rules from that point on that were nobody like, leaves <laughs> 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 you're in <gasps> Um, <laughs> you in your in no 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 that they were going to approach the band uh, democratically like whatever that means for them kind of internally but they were they said that and also they put a strict no hard drugs rule on, yeah, sure. And they've been like trying to enforce that.
1: You could never pick them as like a hard partying band, no, no, you hey, know. But yeah. it'd be
2: so easy for any band to become that once you're the size of Coldplay. That is very true. Yeah, like, it fuck. Would, even it would, it would rule the
1: dude from <laughs> Ke- the dude from Kane
2: went to rehab, so like anything's possible. Now speaking of Keane, he was um, briefly a. A keyboard, is tried out for the keyboard position for Coldplay. Oh, they Tom would, Chaplin. That's correct. Yeah, true. Uh, in the really early days when they were just getting started as well, but they decided to make it a four-piece, and then that guy went on to form Kane. It was straight up just based on my own nostalgic love and the fact that that has managed to hold up, ready to come in here and be like, I love this, I don't care. So it's actually kind of nice that the that you I didn't make me do that. Didn't it's a really to.
3: pleasant song. It's, it's just, just it's nice. so light and it feels so free. Not in terms of the tone or anything, but it makes me think of Cure. I, was, I made me think of the Cure as well because it's giddy, right? It's, it's not giddy. grounded. Yeah, yeah, it's not grounded at all. It's like yeah. it's weightless in in this kind of uh, you know infatuation or whatever. And that's, Robert Smith does that so well, and that's what I think of with just like the, those dancing guitar lines. It's just yeah. like I, I yeah. do, It's all up there.
0: I, I find the vocal performance the least. Interesting or. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> Cold. Oh, yeah. um, Mr.
1: Cold. Yeah. Mr.
0: Um, Ice Cold. Uh, Cold. Cold to play. <laughs> to play. De play. Please, um,
1: Mr. To play was my father. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the vocal performance is the part that I engage with the least because I don't really fuck with Chris Martin's vocals, but mm. overall like this is still usually the, the nicest covers that I've heard. I think it was surprising and I didn't know they had that kind of shimmering guitarness mm. in them kind of like kind that. Of it was just fucking cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. I really yeah. really love the way this comes
0: together compositionally
1: and yeah, the way that there's just that huge release in that in that falsetto chorus it, it all just works. So well I have all the time In the world for it mm. uh, It's not my favourite song On Parachutes I would probably Have to go to Don't Panic
2: That's a brilliant
1: song It's such a brilliant also, also, song Also Trouble is really great Trouble is Oh god damn Yeah Yeah Parachutes th- is good man It's a great record I'm, it's, I'm it's, saying it I'm
2: saying Parachutes is good Yeah at least, man At least how I remember it It's This pro- is helping
1: Yeah we only get to talk About songs from the first Three Coldplay records So That's nothing. still a lot it Of Coldplay like records <laughs> Yeah we're not talking about don't every sc- song from each record. You don't
0: don't like scare it. them off, all right? We've got, <laughs> we've got them this far. For, for one of like the bands that's like one of the safest bands you could ever play on mainstream commercial radio, talking about three of their records is pretty fine for Triple J. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they
1: kept them, kept them around as long as they could, and then it was just kind of like, oh, you guys don't really need us anymore, yeah, to be off, honest. Off you go. Off you go. <laughs> if you love someone, set them but free. Yeah. yeah, I just find them a consistently interesting and, and engaging band that are constantly evolving and adapting at a time where they could easily just be like, yeah, you know what we, you know what works for us. We're just going to do that. But they constantly, they don't always get it right, but fuck, they constantly challenge themselves and I pay the shit out of that. And so it's cool to go back to this very, very early developmental period of the band and, yeah, kind of look at what was and what would be and all that sort of stuff.
2: And also, sorry, if any band just wants to take inspiration from Jeff Buckley and write a song that rips off Jeff Buckley, that's fine. (laughs) You can do that.
1: Number 62, this is Fiona Apple. Fast as you can. I let the beast in too soon. I don't know how to live without my hand on his
2: throat. I fight him always and still. Oh, darling, it's so sweet. You think you know
1: how crazy, how crazy I am. You say you don't smoke easy. You won't go, but I know. Fiona Apple, coming in at number 62 in the hottest 100 of the year 2000. The song Fast As You Can. David, um, what album is that from? I got it ready if you want. <laughs> I think we all
2: have it ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please read the poem. We could, oh we, my could God. All, we could all do a line at a time.
1: Oh, that's
3: all right. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. Okay. As, as a family for once. Okay.
1: It's from the album When the Porn Hits the Conflict He Thinks Like a King.
3: What he knows
0: throws the blows and when he goes to the fight. And he'll win the whole thing before he enters the ring.
2: There's no body to
3: batter when your mind is your might. So when you go solo, you hold your own hand. And remember that depth is the greatest of heights. And if you know where you stand, then you know where to land. And if you
2: fall, it won't matter because you'll know that you're right.
1: Which was her second studio album following on from the mammoth success of 1996's title.
2: Just, you know pretty concise that yeah (laughs) Yeah. one word for the first album and then the second album at the time of its release the longest album title of all time coming in at 444 characters
1: Ah, which was was, eventually beaten oh it was i've got this one ready too (laughs) can we do that one as well you and i yeah all right why not okay it was beaten by an album by previous hottest 100 entrance chumbawamba the Chambomb.
2: Yeah. The mm-hmm. in 2008. And the album was called... The boy bands have won, and all the copyists and the tribute bands
1: and the TV talent show producers have won. If we allow our culture to be shaped by mimicry, whether from lack of ideas or from exaggerated respect... You should never try to freeze culture.
2: What you can do is recycle that culture. Take your older brother's hand-me-down jacket and restyle it, refashion it to the point where it becomes your own. But
1: don't just regurgitate creative history, or hold art and music and literature as fixed, untouchable and Kept under glass. The
2: people who try to guard any particular form of music are, like the copyists and the manufactured bands, doing the worst disservice. Because the only thing that you can do to music that will damage it is not change it, not make it your own.
1: Because then it dies, then it's over, then it's done, and the boy bands have won.
3: Uh, it's hard to tell from Tub Thumping, but they were a great band. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Cool. So uh, that's all the time we have for uh, <laughs> yeah. talking about this <laughs> particular <laughs> episode
3: <laughs> ever.
1: <laughs> Nathan.
3: Yeah. Uh, you're a porn that hits the conflict. Uh-huh. Uh
2: And when you do, let me just say. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, welcome to the stage. Fiona fucking Apple, right? Fiona like, fucking Apple, man. I think we all hold... Um, Certainly the idler wheel in in the highest of regard, I think. The other wheel is wiser than the driving
1: of the screw and whipping cords will serve you more than ropes will ever do. I believe that's your album of the decade. It's
3: certainly like going to be top right up the top. She's just... An incredible artist. Last season we we had our, our genius and horny and depression songs or whatever. Like it strikes me straight away that she I, can be all three. She can yeah. be all three. Oh my god. I don't think we've had a song this smart, this countdown. Mm. Like, this is incredible. The depth to which she's playing with like the composition and her voice is incredible. Like In, insane. Yeah, it's so everything good. is just
2: so it's good. So fucking good. You know what I said um, about Je- the way Jeff Buckley uses his voice? It's like within the realms of the melody, you do everything you possibly can can, that times 10, Yeah, because she does it on such a minute fucking level. It's even just like the smallest little fluctuations in her voice, but it just communicates so goddamn much
3: on every single line. This song is about sort of the ups and downs and the constantly changing sort of moods and rhythms of a relationship. And that just works so perfectly as a sort of a platform for her to just showcase what she does yeah. and what she does so well. All the different sections of these songs are incredible and they move between them so yeah. surprisingly and inventively. Every time a new mode hits, it feels like a completely different song, but she ties everything together so well through just the themes of this mm. relationship. This song came out when she was 22.
1: Fucking hell. Right? Yeah, she's like 40-something now. She's 42 now. What the fuck? Fuck, man! She was oh writing- yeah, she was so young when her she first record came out, She was she was, dude, she was, she was
2: it, writing right. songs when she was eight. Yeah, yeah. Her her parents, I love this. Her parents actually got together working in musical theatre. Check. Yeah, yep. But like, <laughs> I see yeah. that you didn't but
0: need to tell me that. Really, the lyrics are incredible. Fucking hell! The her vocal performance of the lyrics incredible. The piano riff. It's indebted to Jazz Fusion, but she makes it a contemporary sounding song. The drum beat is this almost blast breakbeat kind of chaos going on, out kind of, of thing. It, you barely keep and, up and, as and a then listener. It, when it has the break away from it, like not, not just when the the chorus line, but like when the production value changes. And it's all Fiona, obviously, but shout out to John Brion for mm. nailing the goddamn production of this motherfucker. Yeah. He channeled her beauty in such a unique way. It's him and Butch
1: Norton both playing drums on this yeah, track. Yeah, no kidding, right. Yeah, same on, on the track Limp as well, which right. is probably my favourite. Like the double-tracked drums slash yeah. percussion going through this whole thing. It's so cool. She's always had a really cool percussive undercurrent to her music, which is... Yeah, she's always like, understood it really well. Yeah. Right? Um, I want to circle back
2: on what the song is about, because when you said it's about the ups and downs of a relationship that's true and that's how Fiona has described it in interviews and whatever. But if you look at what the actual lyrics are, it's just her just admitting that she's just a hard person to be with. Mm. She's saying like, yeah. as fast as you can refers to how fast she's recommending people run to get away from her. And particularly what is mentioned inside these lyrics is stuff like mental illness and substance abuse, like someone dealing with stuff themselves and the difficulty of being around anyone and loving anyone in the way that they deserve when you are trying to deal with that. And just some of the the lines that she uses for this particular thing, like I just want to quote a few of them. Um, you say you don't spook easy, you won't go, but I know and I pray that you will. The, I love this one. My pretty mouth will frame the phrases that will disprove your faith in man. The biggest, like, hit in the feels line for this whole song is, so I'll fight again, 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 and for a little while more I'll soar the uneven wind, complain and blame the sterile land, but if you're getting any bright ideas, quiet, dear, I'm blooming within. It's like, don't. You can't fix me. This is not your thing. Don't get any ideas. Mm. Just... Either get out or just sit there and be quiet because I'm dealing with shit. I'm blooming she's within. She's
0: so, so. Fuck me up on that. Fucking smart. She's yeah. so talented and, I, and and so considered in her output. Holy shit. Yeah. If, if she's been writing songs since she was eight, that means she's been
3: writing songs for 35 years and she's released four records. Mm. Her mm. Uh, new one, uh, like announced today, dating it again, um, that it's <laughs> nearly complete. So we should have it, oh, I imagine, God. this year. Or next. Did, yeah. uh, uh,
1: did it seriously get announced today?
3: Yeah. That's, what? That's like uh, 13 minutes ago on my Twitter feed. Fuck off! That's crazy. Oh, oh my god! Because well, she was saying last year it was almost done. <laughs> that's wild. There
2: you
0: go. <gasps> hey, it will be done soon.
2: So this was my first time hearing this. No way!
0: you Haven't heard when the porn. Never. Dude, so good. Wait,
2: heard what? Sorry. <laughs> is, that, is that the full? Mm, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I yeah, I'd never. I hadn't heard this before. It was my Man. first time coming to this song, to and I album. was just
0: like, "So good! What the hell?" Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. She's always been great. Like all yeah, four yeah. of her records are terrific. Well, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check out like all of them. Yeah,
2: we talk about songcraft and we praise songcraft quite a lot, but I just feel like in a lot of ways this is just operating on a whole other. That's yeah, is, it, right? A whole other level. It's
0: staggeringly good track. Yeah,
2: just like honestly, I could read the lyrics as spoken
0: word, mm. and it would be. A beautiful piece of art yeah. But then the fucking music slaps And they're yeah. not exactly Chaotic, right Chaotic, exactly right. jazz fusion Beats, like, rules What the goddamn hell It's almost weird to me That she's popular and successful Because she seems like Her music is too cool And interesting to ever be popular mm. Yeah like, It's got a bit of that vibe She just makes this esoteric, weird Very, very poetry-driven music It's very personal And hits very close to home In a lot of times So good yeah. She's a queen yeah. At number sixty
1: one, this is George with Spawn. I, I am
2: trying to read a scar.
1: making their debut in the Hottest 100, coming into number 61 in the 2000 countdown, and that is a song called Spawn. Now, you can find Spawn as the closing track of their debut studio album, Polly but prior to that, it was also... On the uh, split single Bastard Sun Holiday.
2: Wasn't it on the EP um Take What's Mine as well? Maybe, I Maybe think several so. different releases. I
1: think yeah, I well they they, the, they had a string of stuff that all ended up being re-recorded and put yeah, on the uh, right. album Poly Serena. Yep. Including this song. The version we're talking about, because we never want to have another girling situation again. Nope. Uh, is the original version of the song. So it sadly does not include the fucking insane high vocal run uh, from uh, the Divine Miss Katie Noonan Mm. in the song's bridge. (laughs) But don't for a second take away from the absolute masterclass of Katie Noonan's voice in this song. We get to talk about Fiona
2: Apple and Katie Noonan
3: and Everlast. <laughs> yeah. But totally, <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, oh, <laughs> iconic trend. Man, <laughs> it's going to have to be a pretty fucking good song to follow Fiona Apple. And I was like, oh, this is a pretty fucking good song. Yeah, it's a pretty it's fucking, fucking good song. Cool,
0: right? I hadn't heard it before and it's good. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I knew the band name because it was lowercase and I'm like, oh yeah, I know Yeah, yeah.
1: Lowercase G, <laughs> yeah. George. Yeah. So formed in Brisbane in the 90s by uh, two siblings. Yes. Uh, Katie, the uh, lead vocalist slash piano player. Also... Uh her brother Tyrone Noonan. She had uh, a bit of a Jeff Buckley thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just a Tick. just a just a little. <laughs> nice nice work, Tyrone. So Tyrone takes care of the guitars and the keys and occasionally the lead vocals in the band. He sings on Bastard Sun, the song Breaking It Slowly, which was a minor hit from the Polysorina album. Uh also sings on the song Run, on the song One as well from their second album. Mm. He's got some nice songs, but like, man. It's definitely, all right, Katie, all right, it's Tyrone's turn to have a go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. all right? Yeah.
2: Family family dinner. I was like, Katie, why don't you let Tyrone sing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> let him have a
2: couple of songs.
1: And like, he's a good singer. He really he's a good. very <laughs> capable singer. But his sister is fucking Katie, Katie. Newman, <laughs> Yeah. who could probably break glass with her voice. I'm
2: sure that video's on
1: YouTube. It's got to be out there somewhere. But sure. like, her mum is a fucking opera singer. Yeah, like, so it's, gen- it's, it's genetic. It's genetic, it's like epi- how insane you know, her vocals yeah. are.
2: Yeah. Um, well, she went to the conservatorium as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, so did Tyrone. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, good, good, all- good, nice work, Tyrone. Uh, yeah, Sorry, they're she, all... all <laughs> so, <so, like>, that, Katie. <laughs> good work, man. Good, that I mean, great. we are, we are going to go all in on that because, God, her vocals are just gorgeous in this. Yeah. Like, she maintains most of the... Similar melody and cadence for the re recorded version, but uh, I love the rawness of what they were going for here, like before that kind of the big studio kind of so vibe.
2: I would recommend listening to both versions because I really think that there are plus points of either. Oh, mm. totally. Yeah.
1: Like that the outro in the album version is just gorgeous. It's nice. Where, yeah, very, with the with nice. the, the, ringing the harmonies down. and stuff like
2: mm. that. And when it blasts off in the middle yeah. of the song. I think oh, it does sort of slightly fucking great. It does so in a slightly more more convincing way in the album version compared to here. Yeah, um, I really think that's the that's the weakest point of this is that it doesn't kind of have the the huge kind of quality comparatively. But everything else,
0: it's, I, I, it's lo- still, I love the rawness. Like the production is lovely, the groove is right. cool, the vocals sound great.
2: Like, Any, anytime you're doing that, like tink tink, right on the top of the cymbal, yeah, right on the beat, I'm on
0: board. Yeah, it's like just do that all the time. Is it on the ride? Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah, like. yeah. 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 So that's on the bell of the ride. Yeah. yeah the... And she's in great vocal performance. Like, again, it is the re recorded version does have the great high part, David. You're not wrong there. But she still kills it throughout this entire song. And it just sounds cool. Like, it's exactly the kind of song that I'd want to be in the Horizon 100. It's a little bit left of field. Yep. But still grounded in great songwriting. Totally cool.
2: George occupies such a weird position in terms of like what they're doing because it's it's this virtuosic very classical very kind of laid back but at the same time like definitely fitting into you know the landscape of indie yeah. rock but also mm. like. Because
1: they, they were too much of a rock band for like the chill out stuff. Mm. Yeah. But they were also too chill to be like a rock radio kind of band. So you know? they, they really did occupy their own unique space. Yeah absolutely. Sure. And, yeah. and that's what made them stand out and I think that's what gave them a really big advantage around this point because no one else sounded like them. They were untouchable for a while there. 100%. I sadly didn't get to see them back in the day, but uh, when they reunited in 2017, I got to see them play at Taronga Zoo. Like I hadn't properly listened to them in ages. And then they played the set mostly from those two albums. And I just realized my mouth was moving without me (laughs) moving it. I'm just like, oh yeah, I remember every single fucking word from these records. I loved these records so much.
2: So that brings me to a really interesting experience I had listening to this song. Yeah. In terms of like my mouth just kind of moving along instinctually yeah. because it started playing and all of a sudden it's like this weird kind of memory started stirring at the back of my head. And I hadn't thought about this for literally years, but I uh, studied performing arts at uni, part of which was a singing class. And one of the assessments that we were given at one point for our singing class was you had to sing a song where the singer was a gender other than your own. And I sang Spawn.
1: No shit. Nice. What? Yeah. In the original key?
2: It was some octaves down, I think. Yeah, yeah. Either we changed the key or I just, or I just oh, sang. That's a tough one. Man. That's really high up. I used to be pretty good at singing when I was at <laughs> uni, but I had not thought about that. And all of a sudden it just hit me and I'm like, oh my God. I wow. so good. I remember that. Yeah, Holy man. Shit. That's incredible. It was a weird bittersweet thing because I seriously yeah. haven't, I also haven't sung in any capacity at all, even to myself in like years either. Yeah, true. So it was this weird kind of thing like, oh yeah, I used to do that.
1: I love having a cheeky little sing. Next time you're fucking driving or whatever, or next time you're just fucking at home, just check on a record you know all the f- words to and just go for it, man. I, I,
2: I wish I could, but like living in a share house, I'm way too, it's rough. Self, <laughs> yeah. I'm way too <laughs> self-conscious
3: to sing. I, I think, yeah, more and more I'm discovering how important an emotional outlet is. Singing along to albums is for me. Yeah, totally. Um, or just being home alone and like playing on guitar and just singing along or whatever. Oh true, like, yeah. Um, if if for whatever reason I can't do that for a while and I like don't drive anywhere for a while and so I just don't have like a private space to do that yep. in. And like after a while, I really really feel that, and it's a it's a huge release to then. Yeah. Yeah. So I went. Put, I like, went. Friends. Or, you know anything? Yeah. It's
0: like I, farting. Yeah. If you can't hold, if you got it holding, no private space yeah. for like weeks. Better or out around. than in. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you hate it when it's coming, but you love it when it's been. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Yep.
1: Fucking hell, man. <laughs> We're trying to have a moment.
2: We haven't
3: had a laugh for a while. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's been pretty. It has been pretty serious. Uh, it's a somber fucking hell. <laughs> You're aren't... the comic
3: relief. You're like Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, but I like. I maybe would like to like maybe pull my fucking finger out and start doing that a little bit more because I just I agree
3: (laughs) god damn it I mean look, you, you walk- said pull your finger out. Yeah, You to. walked into it. Yeah. Oh, it would have been rude for Andrew to not, not yeah, okay. pick that up. All right. But do you seriously
0: okay. like it on your own rules? Gotta do it, man. Next time you, you, know, you crack something on too loud that you can't notice when the parts when you're off key and you just like jamming along to it. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. feels yeah. good. It
2: sucks now though, because knowing the level that I used to be at, and then just like dropping off from there to nothing, I go back and try and do the things that I used to do, and it's just like, oh shit. I can't I can't do this anymore. Anyway. Not with
1: that attitude. You need a can do, baby. You need that PMA. You so need, you need to fucking here, get in right. there and
2: fucking get the job done. Couple of beers and put on a fever you can't sweat out. I'm oh, sure, oh, I'm sure fuck everything fuck will just.
3: Sure, <laughs> fuck me <laughs> up! Fuck me up!
2: You'll all take care of yourself. Yes, itself. let's yeah. do that! the best place to start is karaoke. Let's
0: go. Yes, karaoke oh hell yeah! Karaoke, yeah. let's
3: go. We need to do a Hundo karaoke. We need to do yeah. a Hundo karaoke. We need karaoke. to fucking
0: do a joint karaoke for Flagpole Sitter, which is a like great karaoke. Oh, yes. Yes. All, right. all the biggest Hundos hits. Yeah, <laughs> one night. I'm I'm there. Flagpole yeah. Sitter, Matar and the others. <laughs> Matar came so long ago. Yeah. We have <laughs> listeners now that don't know the Matar
2: reference. <gasps> well, luckily, if you go to our Wooshka page and you search Matar, I'm sure you know how to spell it. Uh, you,
0: M-A-T-H-A-R. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Matar.
2: In a big way. You can listen to the... Uh, you,
3: so I can't believe talking. some
2: songs beat Matar. <laughs> still, I can't. Still now. That. They're, yeah. still, They're still beating be. them right it now. It haunts me.
1: <laughs> All right. Fucking hell. Obviously not the last time we're going to be talking about George, so we will get to uh, other Noonan-related thoughts uh, in the not-too-distant future, but I honestly have to say this might be my favourite George song. I remember just falling in love with this track in particular, like... This was a record I owned when I was probably 11, 12 years old. And mm. I just I just loved it so, so much. Big for me in high school. my parents liked it too. So it was acceptable. Yeah. You can play it in the oh. car. You can big time play this in the car with your it's, mom. Yes, yeah, so, this is acceptable. Well,
0: she has a nice voice, of, David.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, got, I got plenty of those. Much more different from the, uh, from the other Angry From the music. Slipknot. From the
3: bloody <laughs> Slipknot. You burn the CD, so it's both the albums on together. Oh, fuck me up. (laughs) I love it. You're like, wait, what happens after the end of Spawn? Oh, no! (laughs) That brings
1: us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. We hope you got some real comfy American shoes on your feet. Yeah, don't.
2: Just put, put shoes on.
1: Yeah. Put them on. Yeah. Barefoot is legal, but but then so's again, so is wearing shoes. Also yeah. legal. Yeah. So so is watching Family Guy. All uh, all twenty fucking zillion seasons. Yep. When the Peter hits the conflict, he thinks like a king. <laughs> when the Peter hits the conflict, you... <laughs> he he thinks it's freaking He's sweet. Freaking sweet. It's freaking sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when the porn hits the Family Guy funny moments.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when the porn hits the Family Guy twenty four seven YouTube stream. <laughs> <laughs> When the porn hits... We're we're, we're, at fucking... Okay, what what, what else can the porn hit? When the porn hits... That's something something to do with family, guys. When the porn hits that vile woman. (laughs) When the porn hits plus 30.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A a few
0: plus 30s.
1: (laughs) Yep. Before we get out of here, we're going to pick our favourites, our least favourites, and continue that ever-continuing story of Carryover Champ... Carryover chump. This is so fucking tough.
0: Can I go? I know mine very, very easily.
1: Yeah, we know what your chump is, but
0: what's your champ? The champ, my fave is Fiona Apple. It's also my new champ. Hell yeah. Uh Everlast is definitely my new chump. Uh, I like I'm sad to bid farewell to PJ, but fuck me dead, this Fiona Apple track is so so choice. It's so good. And yeah. so happy for it to be my yeah. new champ.
1: As much as I love that, I've got to give it to Spawn. Mm, Spawn no is awesome. Yeah, and, and that's going to be my new champ as well. Least favorite for this countdown. Uh, fuck Jesus. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not going to make it my champ like you guys are. Oh, I, I, and I am. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And I
2: did just now. And I did. With these words. Uh, my champ, I'm also going to give it to Fiona Rappel. Yeah, man. I'm doing it. New yeah. champ? Um, yeah, new champ. Any time for me where I discover a song through doing this that I feel so strongly about, I think is really worth, you know, signaling that as yeah. much as possible because yeah. now I've got something I'm going to take with me, like, forever. Nice. Yeah.
3: I feel bad for George because I feel in, in nearly any other episode it would have oh, just been clearly. You know, and obviously it's still such a wonderful song, but Fiona Apple, fast as you can, definitely new champ. Least favourite is, is Everlast, but I think I hate MXPX more nice. than I hate wow. Everlast. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, both oh,
2: terrible I, songs. Both stinkers. Oh my god. Going back to last week, you definitely have the deeper trauma then. Mm, I guess so. You do. Yeah. You, it's it's decided. For sure. Hope listeners got it right. <laughs> in our in our in our poll. Just
0: checking. Just checking the results now. <laughs> you all did pretty good.
2: <laughs> the real winner was democracy. <laughs> and uh if you want to name an album. Uh, Longer than Chumbawumbas Well we've given you all the tools You know
3: (laughs) know what you have to beat now It's just the transcript of this episode (laughs) Is the the name of Fiona Apple's new album (laughs) Yeah everything Coming soon the or bit, maybe the, out
2: Yeah The family guy references <laughs> yeah. The part where we riffed on her A previous old album <laughs> Especially that Andrew's great joke about farting <laughs> yeah. That we all We all thought was great It was so funny It was so
0: funny <laughs> the, the, the joke that we make That none of us make us think Is Andrew really worth coming to the recordings <laughs> Should we not tell him next time Is the, it okay
2: The thing that we are saying Literally right now Also part of the text
1: yeah. Best new music <laughs> it's- on behalf of Mr. Nathan Harrison. Bye. Mr. Adam Buncher. This part at the end, the, on the behalf of it,
0: that's really going
1: to Yeah.
2: It,
3: wait, a, is it still in? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's oh, still going yeah. now. This is the wow. track listing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. And Mr. Andrew McDonald. So long. My name is David James Young. Everything is freaking sweet.